0: if I can't get it on my own If you don't like the way I'm living Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone good buddy to the show decided to sponsor this month, DPF Alternatives at 314 Garrison Road in Macon, Georgia. You can find this good old boy on Facebook at DPF Alternatives Macon, Georgia. They service diesel vehicles, semis, pickup, tractors, heavy equipment, anything that uses diesel. They clean all emission systems and diesels, and they give you a one-year warranty. They also sell aftermarket filters, offer 24 24- Our service. Look, my dad recently, this is how we got hooked up with these guys. Uh, My dad recently had to take his truck somewhere to get it serviced. And the guys over at DPF hooked us up. And we come to find out that he listened to the show because his sister had been on the show a lot. So, pretty much like family now. So, if your diesel needs its emission system cleaned or serviced, I'm telling you, go check out my guys over at DFP in Macon, Georgia. You can call them now at 478 973 eight five zero two tell them you heard their ad on the josh terry podcast and get fifty dollars off dpf alternatives making georgia shout out to my boys over at deep south chemical a couple weeks ago they heard the ad on the podcast and they sent me over some of the stuff that they sell some chemicals that you wash your vehicles with some degreasers some tire shine some waxes all that good stuff and let me tell you folks Their stuff isn't like the shit you get at Walmart. This isn't like the shit you get from O'Reilly's. They gave me this stuff for my tires and rims. And all I had to do was spray it on and wipe it off. I didn't have to scrub. I didn't have to break my damn back. Their stuff literally was so good. I just had to wipe it off. I know I would have used these guys again, even if they wouldn't have sponsored the show. So it tickled me when they decided to do it this month. So I need you guys to please go look up Deep South Chemical. Call them today. They'll ship the stuff to you. Their phone number is 404-909-4257. That's Deep South Chemical chemical tell mr scott that josh terry sent you let me tell y'all about blue collar alliance yeah i need y'all to go look it up on facebook right now it is a great group on facebook and it's way more than that my buddy bubba malbrew is helping out blue collar workers left and right he also has a roofing company just go look it up if you don't mind blue collar alliance One of the artists that I would really like for y'all to take a look at is my guy, Mark Ware. Mark was in here a couple weeks ago. He tells his story. You guys need to go listen to that episode. Also, go follow all of his social media. Mark Ware Music on everything. Dude is solid. He's a good friend of the show. He'll be playing a writer's round with us coming up May the 24th up in Nashville. Go look him up now. Mark Ware Music. Music. Let me tell you about my girl Miss Erica with Crooked W Consulting. She has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her do yours. She's doing us a jam up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management. If I'm using her here at the studio, there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't. Look her up on Facebook and Instagram at Crooked W Consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084. Crooked W Consulting. Hit up Miss Erica now. You won't be disappointed. Let's give a quick shout out to Nobles Networking. Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hooked me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478 308 596 u are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio in my house. Perfectly hit up nobles networking. Let me tell you about Lori's dive in in Alamo, Georgia. I ran her ad several times. Now she's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Even if it's not convenient for you, take some time, go out of your way and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. She takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. So please go check out Lori's Dive-In in Alamo, Georgia at 18 Commerce Street, Alamo, Georgia. Phone number there is 912-568-1945. Lori's Dive-In. If you've seen me wearing hats lately, that has got D-Y-H on it. It stands for Down Yonder Hat Coat. Seth Baysmore, a buddy of mine, he owns that company, and he has sent me some of their hats. Let me tell you, I love them. I've worn them in a lot of my stuff lately, and I plan on wearing them a lot more. I've shared them with some of my friends. He has a startup business, and I'm telling you guys, you would absolutely love them. So do me a favor. Go right now to his Instagram at DownYonderHatCo. Check them out. They also have a website, DownYonderHatCo.com. Order some stuff from them and tag them on Instagram. And when you do, make sure, when you make the post, you say that you heard about the hats and down yonder, right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. Now, let's get to the show! What's up, folks? Thank you all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. Now, first off, I want to start off by saying this. If you came here tonight, today, whatever the fuck time you're listening to this, and you planned on hearing the voice of reason. That ain't going to be <laughs> it. Um, I made a post on Facebook. I'm going to read y'all in just a few minutes. Uh, and luckily, between that post and where I am right now, I've done a little bit of growth. Done a little bit of growing. And uh, to be honest with you, I had a very good friend call me. Um and told me I needed to kind of humble myself a little bit. And uh, I value this person more than I could ever put into words. I value him so much, I'm not even going to say his name on here, uh, but he knows who he is. Um, look, before I read this, I want to I wanna express to you guys that growing up, I was never the popular kid. I was never the person who won the beauty pageants, I guess you could say. I was never the person who uh, the mean girls were nice to. And as a defense mechanism in my life now, the mean girls are the ones that usually I attack. I usually go at their fucking heads because I know that somewhere out there right now, that each and every one of you have your own mean girl. And I I mean that as a metaphor, maybe not an actual mean girl, but you have somebody or something in your life that for whatever reason you cower to, that you back down to. That when something they do or something it does, it just it just cripples you, I guess you could say. It takes you out of your element. And for me, the most sensitive time in my life was being fired for some reason. Uh, all my life growing up, I wanted to be a radio disc jockey. And it was because of Howard Stern. It's because of the movie Private Parts. If you've never watched Private Parts, please, please go watch it. It is literally why I wanted to be what I am now. And... I was doing a really fucking good job of that. And as one buddy told me earlier, I've had a couple phone calls since I made that post that I'll read to you in a minute, that they were like, "How are you still mad about this? You should be grateful. And the thing is I am grateful. I am grateful for getting fired. But also too, I don't like the fact that people played the victim afterwards, that were the reason why I got fired, that cried, and said, always oh, like a divorce. boo hoo And bitch, you're the reason why I got divorced. <laughs> so when stuff like this happens to me and shit pops up out of nowhere, I can be humble 90% of the time. But that other 10%, I'm not going to be humble. I'm not going to be kind. I'm not going to be sweet. I'm going to be a fucking kamikaze pilot. I'm also going to try to turn my bullshit into stuff that's going to help every fucking body. I don't, I don't want to be somebody that when you listen to this show, you only see the good sides of me, that you only see the growth. Sometimes I want y'all to see how far I haven't grown. So, you know, from where I started to where I'm at now. And this was one of those things today. Um, Did I make the post and was a little vague in points? I did because one of the women uh, actually had enough balls to say something in my comment section. And that person I have absolutely no problem with. As far as I know, they've never talked shit about me. Um, Only beef I could ever say that I had with this person was when I first started this studio, I invited them in. I wanted to produce their own show because I thought that they were talented enough that they didn't have to be Robin to somebody's Batman anymore. Like I wanted them to be their own. I still think that that person has the ability to be a bad motherfucker. Um, but it is what it is. And I would never point my finger at that person. What's crazy is as I'm sitting here recording that I paused for a second because that person, uh, they commented on my post, but then their husband jumps in there. Husband's extremely nice dude, by the way. Even if he says something out of the way to me in a minute, the dude still is nice, still is always cool to me. I don't care. If he thinks I'm taking a shot at his wife, which I'm not, he has every right in the world to defend her. That's just what a good dude does, and this guy was always cool to me. But the thing is, is like – and people ask me why I'm still mad and why I'm still petty and all this kind of stuff or whatever, and it's because the whole truth never got fucking told. You know, it was so one-sided that I'm the person that had to endure it. I'm the person that had to be made to look like a fucking asshole. And we just ain't doing that. If anything, I might go down in flames, but I'm fucking going down swinging on flames. I will be on fire and still fucking throwing bows. And I I don't really have no quit in me. Even when it comes to that stupid ass fucking deceased and cis letter that I got a couple of months ago, they're still having this one person on their show because um, every time that this person plays on their show, somebody messages me or whatever, so that's the only reason I know, and I think it's fucking funny. Um, and at the same time, I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking about the people that I've had on my show, the people I've got coming up on my show. I mean, and it's just where I am... I'm happy that I got fired, but I'm not happy that the people that have to sit there and listen to somebody every morning doesn't know the truth that somebody played the victim when they're actually the person that pulled the fucking trigger, you know, that, that, that's what I'll never be okay with. And eventually I will eventually I'll be fucking cool with it. You know, the fact that you see this person and I might even have this wrong by the way, uh, I just know by the name that was sent to me, the name of their their podcast, that somebody's name's first on it. And if the other person started it, by all means, my fucking bad. <laughs> but it's the fact that people are still sending me shit. It's the fact that people are still messaging me saying, I've never listened to that fucking show again since you left. And it's just the fact that the Mean Girl isn't going to be the one that gets the best out of me in my life. And I don't know what y'all's trauma is. I don't. Mine is the mean girl. And not necessarily just this one. I'm talking about the ones back in high school. I'm talking about the ones now that are in my fucking inbox uh, that's done had a failed marriage, done had a couple kids, uh, husbands done ran around and, and cheated on them, or whatever. And now, now you want to hit me up, and you think that I don't value myself enough to where I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to forget that you are a total cunt. Well, I hate to tell you, I'm the cunt now. I'm the one who has busted their ass, that has took their trauma and turned it into something. And I, I just don't see the need to back down from shit. I wish I did. You know what? It probably would make me look like a better person. But I'm gonna leave that up to Jesus, and disciples, and preachers. Y'all can be the better person, you know. And I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be the person that reminds you you don't have to take fucking shit from folks. That even when somebody does you wrong, and you don't get to si- tell the, your side of the story, doesn't mean that you don't have to be fucking silent about it. You got to bow down to shit, and I won't. I refuse to. You know, I'll take you back to that cease and desist letter. Most people would have fucking cowered to that and said, oh, I'm not going to talk about it ever again. Never, never again. I just talked to the lawyer who sent me to that cease and desist letter, and they're probably going to end up sponsoring the show. So, I'm going to take a negative, and I'm going to turn it into a fucking positive. I refuse I refuse to be anybody's punching bag. I refuse to be anybody's doormat. I'm probably going to be a cold, bitter-ass person for a lot of my life, and I'm probably going to have a small circle of friends. But that small-ass circle of friends that I got are ride and fucking die, folks. They're not the ones that's going to talk about you behind your back. They're not the ones that the second that you get a little bit more spotlight on them or on you than on them, that they try to get you fired Or anything like that. You know, there's a hundred different stories that I could tell you guys about my time working there that is a reason why I am the way I am. Disagreeing with somebody and them trying to come over the countertop in a violent fucking rage because I disagree with them and I tell them, hey, let's do something different. Let's be original. Let's do something to fucking outshine the competition. It's not that I think that your ways don't work. It's because I think that you have to stand out and be original. Otherwise, you're going to fucking fade off into oblivion as just another fucking radio show host. You know how many radio show hosts there are in this world right now? I don't know. I really don't know. But you know how many Howard Sterns there fucking are? One. I don't want to be just another radio show host. I want to be fucking Howard Stern. But I don't want to be Howard Stern. I want to be Josh Terry. But I want you to look at me as if I'm Howard Stern. My ego has an ego. Trey Lewis likes to pick on me about that. When I've said that before, but it's the truth. If you don't have an ego in this and you think you can outdo the person sitting next to you, why the fuck are you doing it? But that should be at everything in our lives. You should inspire to be the absolute best at whatever you're doing. Don't be mediocre. Who the fuck wants to be mediocre? And then I'll put it to you this way. Who wants to be mediocre in Dublin, Georgia? If you're in Dublin, Georgia and you're working there in entertainment, and radio, whatever, you should say, I'm going to come to work today. I'm going to have an original script of everything that I'm going to do. And I'm not only going to be the best in Dublin, Georgia. I'm going to be the best in central Georgia. I'm going to turn everybody that's listening to 99.1 and Warner Robbins to that radio station. I'm going to make you fucking listen to me. But the thing that a bunch of y'all miss is, You can hear the same bullshit at a radio station in middle Georgia as you do in fucking, I don't know, Washington State, in Oregon. There's these things called prep sheets. You read off of them every single radio show host in the United States, wherever gets them. It's just common fucking knowledge, dude. That's not original. You think Howard Stern goes to fucking work every day and says, hey, let me read a prep sheet. You think he did that when he worked for MSNBC? You think that anybody's ever done that shit? You think when Joe Rogan worked in radio, that's what the fuck he did? No. I'm talking about being original. And my thing is, is when people can't be original, they do the copycat shit. They do the whatever the fuck you want to call it. They they do the norm They do the the minimum. There's a way to mix the old with the new. And I, fuck that. If you don't want to do that and you want to keep stuff the way you were doing it 10 years ago, then you're failing. The fact is, if I don't evolve every month, every couple months with this show, and I go down a new path and I learn and I have new people on, And I realize that it ain't all about me. I don't have to have the fucking spotlight on me all the time. Let's let the spotlight shine on the guests. Let's make them look fucking amazing. Let's make them look awesome. Let's do that. Let's tell their stories. You guys have heard my story enough. And the thing that really chaps my ass is when you see people starting a podcast. That that are coming from radio, you're gonna run it like a fucking radio show. You're going to. Why? This isn't a fucking radio show. You know, stay in your realm. You don't see me trying to go back to radio. I've had offers from several different radio stations out in Savannah and Valdosta trying to get me to come work in radio. Shout out to my lady, Miss Rhonda. And my dude, Dave Stone. Like, I appreciate it, but radio's not for me. This is my realm. This is my road. And when you see people trying to come on your road, eh, chaps yes. It chaps yes. I know that a statement was made that I would never make it in radio not too long ago, and the podcasts are stupid. I'm not saying that either one of these particular people said it, Especially one of them that I still like, I have respect for. Um, but it was something that was said that got back to me. And let me tell you, if I wanted to conform and work in radio, I could do it. I could do it tomorrow. I have the fucking ability. But radio's dying. Radio's dying because of what you're listening to me on right now. That thing in your hand that connected this podcast to your radio or to your earbuds, whatever the fuck you're listening to me on, that phone has killed radio. You ha- Even Bobby fucking Bones, dude. Bobby Bones is doing a podcast now, and he's doing it different than his radio. But I don't want to be Bobby Bones. As much as I admire Howard Stern, I don't want to be Howard Stern. There's already a Bobby Bones. There's already a Howard Stern. There's already a Joe Rogan. There's already a Theo Vaughn. It's already a Bert and Tom. That's probably, like, my sneaky favorite one, by the way. Uh, If it ain't Rogan, it's definitely Tom Segura and Burt Chrysler. Tom Segura is my fucking spirit animal. Like, me me and him are so much alike that it's stupid. And then I am (laughs) Burt. I'm a perfect mixture of the two, except they're way more talented and fucking funny than I am. Like, I am always going to be... I've had this conversation with Macy. I've had this conversation with other people that started podcasts. I take pride in this because I did it a couple years. I started in 2020. You know, I'm sure Joe Rogan and Bunny and all of them take pride in it. They started. Joe Rogan started 10 fucking years ago. He's got, what, 2,000 episodes? Bunny's been doing it for five-something. It's... It pisses me off when people think that oh I can just do it because I got social media following or I work and I no fuck you can't. Nobody's nobody's going to pay you attention unless you are un, unapologetically you and you bring something different to the table. I want all of you guys to strive for original. I want each and every one of y'all that when you're passionate about something, you're fucking passionate about it, that you have that chip on your shoulder, that you have just something about you that there's no quit. And since there's no quit in me, I'm going to read you this that I posted on Facebook earlier. And Because I, I keep having to pause this and take breaks from people arguing with me on here. But you know what? I like pissing people off. So, I'll break down a little bit about this, but I'm going to read you what I posted. I know this old two-faced heifer didn't start a podcast. and think no one was going to tell me. First off, if it was one of the two people's names that are featured on the podcast that started it and they just happened to put their name second, then I'm sorry. I got nothing but love and respect for you. It's the other one and the people that work there, even the program director that I texted earlier before I started this shit. They know the truth. They know the fucking truth. Okay? So that's the thing. If you're listening to me right now, you don't know the whole truth. You know where someone has played victim, played some bullshit or whatever. And all I'm going to say is I don't ever attack anybody's personal life. This is, this is me attacking how I was treated. Now back to the post. Well, to be honest, only one person sent it to me. So it sounds like you're off to a hell of a start. Ladies, look, if you want a podcast and you want it to blow the fuck up, how about you reach out to me? How about you do a show with me? How about we do that and clear the fucking air? How about y'all have enough balls? Well, I shouldn't say y'all because one of y'all has been fine with me. Let me take that off. How about if I'm in the wrong and this shit didn't happen, then y'all come do the show. And we'll also bring in the old program director. I'm sure he would love it. He's my homie. I'm sure, let's just all do it. Let's just clear the air. I want people to hear the real story, the jealousy, the bullshit, the going behind somebody's back and telling somebody else what somebody was doing when they had no idea and we're not listening to it. But I'm just saying, you guys only know a little bit. Only know a little bit. And if you want any validation to this, I want y'all to think about one thing before I continue reading. Think about how one person has had, what is it, eight co-show hosts? One person has had eight co-show hosts. Now, eight of them couldn't have been the problem. Maybe one or two. Maybe even half, but not 100%. Y'all think about that. Y'all think long and hard about that. One person has been current. The rest have been whatever, and they've gone on to work at other studios or whatever. I just happen to be the one who's not scared of any type of backlash because there ain't shit you can fucking do to me because I own my own studio. I've earned my place out of five million shows where I'm at. There's a reason why I have the attitude and the audacity that I have is because I can back it the fuck up with numbers and awards, and accommodations, and getting to do the stuff in Nashville that I get to do, my name on shit, I just get to do some cool shit so I can back it up. And if you think I'm being cocky and arrogant there, I am. But I will tell each and every one of you this. If you're good at something, be fucking proud that you're good at it. Know that you're good at it. Anyway, this is where I continue. You better take your unoriginal ass back to morning radio. Read from those prep sheets and stay out of podcast land before your feelings get hurt. You're not rewarded here by who you can flirt with or who you can get fired. Rewards here come from being original, having a different point of view than the person next to you, being able to talk to thousands of different kinds of people from any walk of life, being able to sit down and have a conversation with someone who is completely fucking different than you in every single way but still make it entertaining Um, you have to embrace the debate the conflict and you just don't have the ability of that one of y'all do one out of the two of y'all have the ability to do that if you could ever not be complacent in the place that you're at right now in your career you could be a fucking star i said it to you when i've invited you to the studio back in the day when you came and looked around you could be a fucking star, a menace to society, a menace to radio. You could fucking do it. Okay. I'll give you this, though, and this is my, this is my little shot. This is my little petty shot. I'll give you this, though. You can read the birthdays like a motherfucker. But that's about it. And the reason why I said that is because there was a big argument back in the day about the birthdays. And it was something little. It was something stupid. It was, I wanted to do it a different way to minimize how long it takes to read them. That way you had time to do other shit and to be creative and to be entertaining. So it's kind of a little pity ass shot because of a little bullshit ass fight that we got into that somebody blew out of proportion because I didn't agree with them. And I wasn't allowed to have an opinion, I was just supposed to be robbing. I hate to tell you, I'm fucking Batman, bro. (laughs) You're not making me Robin. That's where a lot of problems were. Uh, Let's see. Then I take another little shot saying, bet you're using the station's equipment, edit it like a damn commercial. This was before I knew that the episodes were only two minutes long and people were having to pay to listen to them. Um, You can't do that. Ladies, if you want to be successful in this world, you can't charge people to listen to your podcast. You make you make your money from your sponsors. You make money from that shit. You don't charge people to listen to your podcast. Um, no one, no one really. If you had to pay to listen to this, you wouldn't fucking pay. No, no, not at all. Uh, this one woman just keeps on, and I am just I'm fixing to go at her neck in a minute um not either one of these two neither one of these two are messaging me it's somebody that's defending one of them or whatever on my post anyway only reason i say this stuff about the studio too is i had to start all this and luckily i had some amazing people help me start this but this is mine i'm not i'm not piggybacking off of an employer or whatever fuck that shit what is mine is mine um, thank you though. Now I had some of your audio to play and I'm about to have fun with it. Probably shouldn't have put that down. Cause I'm not going to do that. I was going to, and then I realized you had to pay <laughs> to listen. Um, uh, so I said, fuck it, fuck it. I'm just going to give my opinion. I don't, I don't have to. Um, so there's different rules and I'm a kamikaze pilot. If you haven't heard what that means is I'm willing to go at your fucking head. If I know I'm right, if I know I'm right, If I know without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got a fucking screenshot, you ain't got a text message, you ain't got a nothing to prove that I am wrong. See, the thing is here, that you guys don't know why I'm still mad, is I would have rathered, when all this shit went down two years ago, I would have rathered the truth been told right then. I would have rathered, instead of people playing it the way that they played it and tried to play the victim and they was upset or whatever. I would rather them been honest. I can deal with somebody saying, I didn't want to work with him no more. So I got him fucking fired. I knew I couldn't control him. So I got him fired. I knew that he was getting more notoriety me because he was getting asked to do things. So I got him fired. You guys don't know what was said and done behind my back. And then you had to work with somebody that was going to shake your hand and read the Bible to you every morning and tell you, oh, no, no, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I've got your back. How would you feel? You wouldn't just be mad. You would be betrayed. Have any of y'all ever been betrayed or felt betrayed? That's different. That is a whole Another level of hate. That is a whole nother level of I'm going to prove your ass fucking wrong. And that's where the kamikaze pilot comes into play. I will ruin myself. I will devote time that I shouldn't devote. I will do episodes that I shouldn't do. I will come out with merchandise that's fixing to drop very soon. (laughs) To prove that I am fucking right. Because the last thing I ever wanted to do was get played like a fucking fool. I didn't want sympathy. I didn't want people to look at me and say, oh, yeah, boy, got fired. Oh, I feel bad for him. I didn't want that shit. I wanted the truth to be told. And now that I've got a chance to talk with the program director from that time, And eventually he's going to be on this show. And I've seen stuff play out. And I've seen the way that people in the community have told me other things. And I don't really do the hearsay bullshit. But when you've heard the same stories and you've heard the same shit talking from 10, 15 different people, (laughs) it stops being where it feels like hearsay. And it starts feeling like truth. You know, some people get a little liquor in them, a little bit of beer, and they get loose lipped. They they start saying shit to people that aren't their real friends, that aren't my real friends either. Probably, uh, they have no they have no loyalty. They like drama. They like starting shit. They don't they don't have a line draw in the fucking sand. And I do. If you go at me, if you go at my livelihood, if you go at my family i'm going at your fucking head and i'm not going to stop until i get what i want in this situation you know i pretty much have got everything that i want i don't want to see one of those people in particular on a fucking podcast i don't not unless you guys literally want to come sit down with me we'll get a mediator we'll, we'll get a we'll get Somebody that we're comfortable with is sitting in the middle of us and we'll tell some fucking truths. We'll tell some truths. Have I showed my ass on social media? Like, mooned? Yes. absolutely. fucking Guess what? You guys hired me because of shit like that. You guys are the ones that found me, knew that I was fucking wild, knew what I was gonna do. And yet you still, you still hired me. And then somebody wants to make a post the next day about body dysmorphia in a fucking bikini. You literally can see the same parts on me that you saw on them. Literally. But I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I'm the piece of shit. I'm, I'm the one that's not allowed to express myself, but you can. No, 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 no. We don't do that around here. We, we don't do that. And even as I'm sitting here talking to y'all, there are people... There are people. There are people right now messaging me that are, well, I say people. There's one. There's one. This is how I was, if you heard the show with Macy and Gypsy the other day, I said that I like to weigh out my pros and my cons before I do shit. Anytime I do something like this, I mean any fucking time I do something like this, you will be surprised the people that come out and talk shit about folks behind their backs. I know they do it about me. I know good and damn well they do it about me. But I fucking thrive off of it. I love it. Because as long as my name's in your mouth, and you're concerned about what the fuck I'm doing. But when I make a post like I made, if you go through and you read the comments, there's one person. There's one person out of whatever it is, 50, 60 comments now, that are in support... Of the other side of this argument, and yeah, that probably if this was posted on their fucking whatever on their uh, their Facebook page, it would be vice versa. But you're you're coming into my fucking territory, running your mouth. That's the thing. I don't understand why. I don't understand why you think that that's okay. I'm allowed to have an opinion. You're allowed to have your opinion. You're allowed to say whatever fucking lies you want to say. Just understand, some of that shit might get back. Some of that shit might get told. You might get found out that you're doing whatever. And when people find out that you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, they hold it against you. See, the thing is, I make myself look worse on social media than I am because I don't want to ever be put on a pedestal. I don't ever want you to hold me in such high regards that if I make a mistake or if I fall or I say something wrong or whatever, that it's so far to get back up. I don't ever want to fall. I'm always going to be real. I'm always going to be true. When something's bothering me, I'm going to fucking let you guys know. I'm going to go full petty if I've got to. You know, I, I... when I started doing this show a while ago, on the way here, I got a call from a buddy like I told y'all, and this was going to be a completely different episode. What I was going to do is I was going to go take snippets of their podcast, and I was going to make one of them look like a fucking asshole. I don't even know what it said on it. I ain't got a fucking clue, because you got to pay for it. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I'm not giving them a fucking dollar. Like, I'm not. I'm not that person. And then I had a buddy tell me I need to humble myself. So I decided instead of making this about one thing, let's make it about standing up for what you believe in. And even when you're even when everybody else thinks that you're wrong, if you know that you're right, be passionate about it. You know, if I had anything to hide, I would have deleted posts. If I had anything to hide, I would have deleted text messages from folks. I would have. I've still got text messages in case anybody ever wants to run their mouth. You know, think about something because this this is what somebody's going to say. Someone's going to say that I'm in the wrong. That I'm just being a petty bitch. I'm just being a cunt. I am a cunt, by the way. But I'm just doing this for attention. I'm not doing this for attention. I got... Whatever it was, 15,000 downloads yesterday off of a great episode with Macy and Gypsy. I don't need this. What I need is, see this, people. Yeah. I need people to know that when somebody does you wrong and they're not telling the whole story, that you shouldn't be scared to tell your fucking story. That uh, just because that they think that, oh, you're a big fish in a small fucking pond. Guess what? I'm just as big of a fucking fish. My pond is not so small. And when somebody thinks that they're better than you and the stuff that has just irked me over the past two years, eventually I'm going to get over this. Eventually I am. What's probably going to happen is I'm already in fucking circles that these people... Well, I shouldn't say these because I'm only mad at one. I'm only still mad at one because they've never told the truth. I'm still waiting on the day that that person comes out and tells the whole fucking truth. When that day comes, I'll probably start with this shit. Like, I, I just want them to say I hated him. I fucking hated him and I wanted him gone. I didn't like the fact that he was getting asked to do shit that I wasn't getting asked to do. I didn't like the fact that he didn't have to work as long as the hours as I did. I didn't like the fact that his pay was more than mine coming in. I didn't like none of that. By the way, the pay thing didn't have shit on me. They started writing me checks and I started cashing them motherfuckers. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know how much people got paid coming in the door. But I'll tell you this, if i still been there, that check had been doubled by now, baby, if they still wanted this old boy. Because I know my value. I know what I've done at this studio. I know what I've done in Nashville. I know who I've associated with. I know who I could have got on that show. I know that when I said that you can't run this like a fucking radio station, you have to run it like a media company. Because that is the next wave of entertainment terrestrial radio is dead you're no longer just a radio show host you are a fucking social media personality well guess who was fucking right me and the thing is is i've proven all this and it sounds cocky it sounds arrogant but these people were telling me i was wrong the station manager still has not had the balls to say anything to me what did i call him I think I called him pig vomit. I think I stole that from Howard Stern in private parts. I think I called him pig vomit. Somebody tagged him in my shit earlier. He ain't got enough balls to say a fucking word to me. The only person that still talks to me is the program director. And he is a bad motherfucker. I've got so much respect for him. To this day, I got respect for him. And... I'm salty with the rest of them. One I've invited in here that I have no hard feelings for whatsoever. I just want more for that person. I don't want somebody to treat them like they're fucking robbing. Not when you're a Batman. Not when you're a fucking Batman. And the fact that that person's way more talented than the other one just blows my fucking mind. How that even got to that situation in the first place. But that could be you. That could be you in your everyday life right now. If you don't stand up and let people know exactly who you are, you're letting yourself down. If you allow people to put your ass in a corner, if you allow them to put you in a corner and not tell your truth, and they're only telling half-truths or lies, you're allowing them to shit on you. How many of y'all grew up getting shit on? I know I did. I won't be shit on again. And the thing is, somebody will be a smart ass and be like, oh, you couldn't make it in radio. Why is it that radio stations still try to hire me? They see the social media falling. They see the numbers of this show. They see the numbers. They see the accolades. They know that if somebody was to just shut up and listen to me, I can turn. They're probably... Shitty radio station into not just a radio station anymore, but an actual media company. Between TikToks, Instagram posts, Facebook lives, TikTok lives, all that kind of shit. Throw a podcast and a radio show in there. Motherfucking money. Money. Then you bring down the folks from Nashville that I'm buddies with, the up-and-coming artists, and the people putting on amazing writer's rounds and the amazing personalities that I've got to meet, and the amazing personalities that I've got to meet off social media. Sarah and Alyssa and Macy and Tawny and fucking James and Riley and David and all those folks that we travel with. You don't think that if you incorporated them into your company if you have a dying radio station, that it wouldn't explode. You're fucking wrong. But no, we want to do it the old school way. We want to do it the way to where you're losing money. You want to do it the way to where you're going to be a complete dinosaur in five years. Well, my five-year plan is a whole lot fucking different. I'm still going to get to do the shit that I do. I'm still gonna get the shit, do the shit I do, and you know what? I'm not saying that the folks that I'm talking about or the person that I'm talking about is gonna be broke or searching for. They're probably not. They're a great salesperson. I don't ever take away the positive from people and say it like they're just completely shitty all around. Hey, maybe one day I'll need to hire you to run sales for my studio. I would. Fucking great at what you do. I give you that. You're not bad on the radio. You just are scared of change, and when the change comes in, you want to fucking run it over with a truck. But anyway, I think that's enough of my bitching. The point of all of this, take it however you want it, stand up for the shit you believe in. Stand up for that shit. Why wouldn't you? Why would you be somebody's doormat? Why would you allow someone... To get the best of you. To tell half truths. I would rather someone look me in my face. Tell me they fucking hated me. That they're the ones that complained about me. They're the ones who told me everything right to do wrong. Tell the fucking truth, dude. That's the point. And if you won't, I will. And, you know, some people pick weird-ass heels to die on. Some people pick weird-ass stuff that they are going to keep bringing up when they see the need to. I ain't said a shit about y'all in a while, or one in particular. I don't know why I keep saying y'all because I don't have a problem but with one person and the old station manager. Like, I think he's a fucking pig fucker. Um, but the thing is, <laughs> when I saw that there was a podcast started and I had offered one of y'all already to let me produce your show. That it didn't even have to take away from what you were doing. That I could have made you as a show as big as mine. But that wasn't good enough. That kind of hurt my feelings. But it ain't like we talk anymore. But that still don't mean I don't have respect for you. The other person I'd have no respect for whatsoever. as you can read them motherfucking birthdays and you can sell fire and hell. I'll give you that. Outside of that... <laughs> No. Stand up for what the fuck you believe in. Pick your cross to down. Be a kamikaze pilot if you're that passionate about something. Be willing to ruin yourself to prove that you were right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's called passion. And a life without passion is no life at all. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. Thank you for making it top 1% in the world out of 5 fucking million and number one independent show in the state of Georgia. I love each and every one of y'all. I will see y'all soon.